another guest and another regular, which will be joining us every Friday, and that is uh, Kirsten Duke. Uh, you've seen her all over the Sky Racing Network, uh, obviously as a regular television host, but also as a columnist uh, And when it comes to the Sky Racing website. And she produces a little racing passport uh, uh, segment. I shouldn't say little. It's massive, Marlow. And I think she's on the line. Uh, And we're going to need some tips from her when we get over to Royal Ascot. We sure are. Um, I'm really excited. We were just texting off air. Um, Pinch yourself stuff to be a part of it this year. Really excited. Uh, About June, middle towards the end of June, Royal Ascot, it's on again. And these international horses, Dave, are starting to appear here for our carnival as well. We see William Haggis produce a horse on the weekend. And no doubt a lot of these will be targeting the championships, Dave. They certainly will. I think uh, Duke is there. Kirsten, hello, mate. Hey, gents. Good morning. How are we? Very good. Now, we've seen your face all over Sky Racing, websites, billboards, on the Bets Friends app. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? (laughs) How did you get into horse racing? Yeah, so I'm not from a horse racing family. I actually started horse riding when I was about three and a half, four years old. And um, I think my parents just thought it was a phase and, you know, that I was not going to continue. I think like the majority of us in uh, in the horsey world, the parents just think it's going to be a phase and started riding racehorses when I was about 16. And the only reason that I started doing that was I went to like a family friendly race night in Newmarket in England. And um, as soon as I saw it, I was hooked and I was like, that's it. I want to ride racehorses. And my parents thought I was absolutely mental, but um yeah, ended up uh, starting riding track work, and that's how I ended up finding myself over here. So, yeah, all through the love of the animal. We all share it, don't we, Dave? Um, that's why we're involved in the industry, the love of the horse. I used to ride a little bit as well, but I quickly realised that, you know, animal welfare was paramount, and uh, I no longer <laughs> should, Kirsten. <laughs> oh, God. Tell us now, we see on Sky Racing 1 and 2, but in the last six months you've become the face of Racing Passport. What is Racing Passport? Because we've seen the ads, very, very stylish ads. They could never do anything for Luke and I because we just won't look that good ever, no matter how much editing they do. But you have been doing a lot of riding. You've also been spending a lot of time at work late at night watching all these international horses. And I guess to have these international horses for the ATC coming out, that must be exciting for you as well. Yeah, definitely. Look, I must say, gents, uh, hats off to the editing team and the Photoshop team because, yeah, I don't know how they do it, but they managed to make me look fantastic and uh, the ads all look very slick. So uh, hats off to them. Yeah, no, it's um, so Racing Passport. It's a weekly column on the Sky Racing website and we touch on any Group 1 international action that's coming up. We tip, we touch on track bias, we touch on whether Australian jockeys are going overseas. Of course, there have been a lot going over to Hong Kong. And then, like you mentioned, there's horses coming over from the UK. They're going to compete in the Autumn Carnival, and it's all very exciting. So we're all over the shop. It's very, very busy, but it's really nice to be able to link every single horse that's coming over like from all over the world and bringing them to Australia and the fact that there's a big link worldwide is really cool and I'm really enjoying that and being able to do interviews with jockeys that you know you could only dream of chatting to so yeah it's been been really fantastic. And on that um, what's been your favourite interview so far Kirsten? Oh that's really tough I think um, I definitely get starstruck I know that sounds ridiculous but I get really excited when I was speaking to James McDonald Hugh Bowman like that was amazing 
of course, being a little bit biased, talking to Tom Marquand and Holly Doyle, I've been a huge fan of Holly's work. Being a female in the industry, she's really paved the way for women uh, riding and it was it was really, really special to be able to speak to her. And it was quite cool to do an interview with the two of them. It was a different dynamic. So that was really good fun. Now, uh, let's have a look at uh, Group 1 action, uh, because not only Europe we're looking at, we're also looking across the ditch. Group 1 action in, in New Zealand on Saturday. Who are you tipping there, and what's the big race? Yeah, so the Group 1 Bone Crusher. So it's usually held at Ellerslie Racecourse, but they're having some track installations. So this year it's going to be held at Pukekohe Park. Um, this track's a great one, actually, for punters to bet at because the surface was recently refurbished. There's a new draining system, so it plays really fair. Like, barriers 1 to 4 have a 10% winning strike rate, and barriers 5 to 12 uh, sit around a 9% strike rate. So there's not any barrier bias, which is really handy when you're having a bet because you know your horse is going to get a really good chance. Um, look, it's really hard to go past the three-year-old Philly Prowess. She's been nothing short of impressive during her short career. She's had... Two Group 2 wins, a third placing in the Group 1 New Zealand, 2,000 guineas. And this time around, she's just looking to take that Group 1 win. And after the way she raced away in the Group 2 Phillies Classic last start, she won by five lengths. So I have no doubt that this uh, this Saturday she could be getting that Group 1 trophy. And uh, what about uh, at Cheltenham? We've got the big uh, UK carnival kicking off on Tuesday. Yeah, it's huge. So it's undisputably the home of jumps racing. So Cheltenham Racecourse, it's, it's a tough one. It's left-handed, it's undulating track, it's designed to test every aspect of a racehorse. And there's a general saying that a jump course isn't a true champion until it's had a win at Cheltenham. So a very testing course, if you are having a bet, it does generally favour horses that are on pace just due to how tight it can be to find a gap and there's very little time to manoeuvre. So if you are backing a horse or you're stuck between two horses, if, you're, if there's one that favours running on pace, then that's probably the one that you'd like to bet. Um, I would also like to touch on that jump racing does get a bit of a bad rap and I agree that the falls can look quite scary. So I'd just like to take into consideration the conditions these horses are competing under over in Europe are a bit different you know these horses are staying horses they're not like the sprinting animals out here in Australia so they're going at a much slower pace and the ground over there it's very very muddy so if they do fall although the although the balls can look quite scary they're not hitting a solid surface like they are over here so it definitely reduces the impact and I know people listening are probably thinking, well, why not prevent the falls in the first place, Kirsten? And they're absolutely right. As we've already touched on, we're here for the love of the animal and the horse's welfare is absolutely everything. So um, actually really interesting. Throughout last year, Exeter Uni studied horses' vision and they learned that horses can see the colour white a lot better than they can see the colour orange. Now, the markers on the jumps, like the takeoff markers and the height markers on the jumps are actually in orange at the moment. So they're all being changed to white to help the horses be able to see the jumps a lot easier. And that's just one example of the changes that are being made. There's also the jumps themselves. Uh, the top part of the jumps have now just been changed to mostly bush and uh, like leaves and things that will give way if the horse does knock them with their legs. And there are jumps that if they particularly had a high fall rate, they've actually been removed entirely from the course. So I just wanted to pop that out there just so the punters know they can have a bet on these jumps races, and rest assured they're not supporting anything sinister. 
Love it. Uh, we can catch the Racing Passport column, and uh, it's on the Sky Racing website as we speak right now. You'll also um, catch uh, um, Kirsten on Sky Racing 1 and Sky Racing 2 and all over the socials. Thanks so much for joining us, mate, and look forward to chatting to you next Friday. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Have a fantastic day.